evening, everybody, and welcome to Latoon Review. Uh, tonight, uh, we are well doing all sorts on the channel. We'll have a brief, we'll have a discussion about the transfer window where that's left Newcastle United. Uh, we'll look back to the game against Southampton because, of course, we, we, we didn't do a review because we were bloody knackered. Um, and uh, obviously, a look ahead to the huge Premier League game on Saturday night. And I, I presume a lot of people will want to talk cup final tickets as well since Newcastle United announced today uh, the process to try and get your hands on one. Um, there's been quite a few people saying it's, a f it's, it's fair. It's pretty much the only way they could have done it. There's some people very upset about it. And there's also some people who, um, well, have come up with absolutely the most bizarre things I've ever heard in my life. Um, so uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, but as I say, you know, I did a video earlier on today. I've had a lot of feedback on that video uh, about people's stance on things and uh, also about Miggy's football boots, um, which are mentioned in the video. Um, I don't know whether you've seen that, Alex. Um, Miggy has been playing with the same boots since October, which are basically glued together at the moment because uh, he will not change them. Uh, because of his form this season. So, <laughs> Miggy being Miggy, uh, he's come out and said in an interview that they're basically glued together at the minute. So, uh, um, maybe it's time for him to get a new pair, I think, because, uh, uh, bless him, um, you know, it's the Premier League. It's not sort of, he doesn't play for Everton. You know what I mean? Uh, South Americans and their superstitions, you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, anyway, let's have a look at some uh, of you wonderful people in the chat. Uh, don't forget, guys, to please like the uh, like the show if you're enjoying it. And if you're new to the channel, uh, hit the subscribe button, free to do so. Come and be part of our community. Uh, and of course, uh, if you want to donate to the channel, you can do using the Super Chat option. Um, that is also a guaranteed way of getting your uh, message read out on the show. Uh, it pops straight up to the top of the list. Uh, because the amount of messages and, and chat we get now is just phenomenal. It really is. Um, Ty says, uh, Newcastle United have finally made it to Wembley after so many years. Uh, wish it could have been a part of it uh, as a London, but sadly not eligible for tickets. Uh, Stu, good evening. Um, James says, the mighty tsunami uh, from the great Geordie Nation will depend upon Wembley. Our beers will blot out the sun and our cheers will never stop being sung. Uh, indeed. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, Danielle's in the chat as well. Good evening, Danielle. Um, and she says they're rotten fans. Women that bothered that they'd reached the final, obviously talking about uh, uh, Chester United. And we all know that she has a... Bollocks. Yeah. My... Somehow, mate. It's internet difficulties it would seem it does it does seem like that way i've been at war with my united fans today <laughs> on twitter quite so morally they're so uh they, they they feel as if it's just their god-given right to turn up and, and and just take the trophy away uh yeah i've, I've heard a lot of them connected. saying that you know they just deserve it because they've had a few years without a trophy and it's you know which is odd <laughs> Uh, sorry about that. I forgot to change my uh, internet over when I came in here, so uh, I do apologise for that. But uh, never mind. Uh, we are we, we're back. Uh, anyway, I was going to read that Danielle uh, comment out, and it's disappeared because I've lost all my chat now. But never mind. Uh, she was just having a dig at the Manchester United fans, of course. Which uh, why not? Uh, why not? Um, I'll find it. All right. Okay. 
while you're doing that, uh, we've got a super chat, £4.49 from Steve Mallon. Uh, happy birthday for yesterday. Hope you weren't as rough as I was after the night before. Uh, no, uh, I wasn't actually, but... Um, Oh, did you just put that on the screen, Billy? I've just taken it off again by accident. Hey, what a start of the show. There you go. Um, probably had to rush off to get their trains back home to London. Rotten and title, arrogant fan base. I presume Danielle's really wanting us to give them a hiding uh, come the final, which uh, which hopefully we will. Um, uh, by the way, a massive, massive shout out to uh, Andy Young, uh, who uh, basically, um, I was in uh, the, his box on... Um, at the match uh, for the semi-final at St James's Park, it was now it was just absolutely fantastic. Lovely meeting his family, um, and 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 sharing that experience with him. It was it was absolutely fantastic. Um, so thank you, Andy, and to your family as well for uh, you know making us feel really welcome in in up there in the in the box and uh, making Phoebe feel comfortable as well. She had an absolutely wonderful night. Um, obviously, the result was uh, even better. So. Thank you very much, Andy. Cool. Much appreciated. Um, well, I had I had this kind of chicken peppercorn kind of, but it's 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 uh, it, there was literally a mound of green beans, which I quite like. Um, and then so half time was a sticky toffee pudding with toffee sauce, which was absolutely heavenly. Uh, and then after the game, there was sort of cheese board. There was pizzas. Um, and uh, Andy and his family gave me the uh, Newcastle United cheese to bring home, which was wrapped up in a nice black and white wrapper uh, with Newcastle United written on. So that's sitting in my fridge ready for a, a cheese and biscuits night, uh, probably on Saturday night. So there you go. It was really good. It was excellent, a magnificent experience. And, uh, you know, thanks to Andy, I wouldn't have... Uh, I wouldn't have experienced anything like that, but uh, absolutely lovely fella, lovely family, and a, and a credit to the Newcastle fan base. He really is. Um, so thank you again. Um, everybody's commenting saying, oh, I'm 55. I don't look a day over 58. Well, you can kiss my ass the lot of years, right? Because I'm nowhere near that age. Um, Steve says, uh, even all, how's everybody feeling about the ticket scheme then? Uh, period three for me, so I'm hopeful. Uh yeah, a lot of people in, in different ones. Uh, Scotty says, hope you had a great birthday, Paul. Hope the bus pass has been delivered. Aha, aha, aha. Uh, Mark Cooper, good evening. Um, Parola TV says, happy birthday, Paul. 35 with a question mark. Um, well, round about that. Uh, Francisco's in the house. Uh, Stu, good evening. Uh, Liam says, I hope I look that good when I'm old, Paul. <laughs> um uh, David says, hi, lads. Keep up the show, mate. Hope you're well. Uh, KB over there in Belfast. Good evening. Paul Pye's in the house. Is Isaac concussed? I thought I saw him walking around the pitch at the end. Uh, yes, he is. Uh, and is a doubt for the game on Saturday. But I guess well, we'll know more. With... He can't play because he's, he's got concussion. Yeah, he can't. Well, I've heard but... conflicting reports that he's going to get checked over tomorrow. And a decision yeah, he, he, hasn't, and then... he hasn't been diagnosed with concussion yet. Yeah, but not, if he I'm does, not, he can't 100%. play. But he's right. Um, obviously, Bruno won't be playing either. Um, he's out for three games, of course. Uh, he'll be back for the final, but we'll miss uh, West Ham, Bournemouth, and of course, the massive home game against Liverpool. Uh, Shane in Australia says, I personally think tickets should go to Australian fans first. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a big shout, Shane. It's a big shout. Uh, call me Swift says Zari you lovely people in case you didn't know we're going to Wembley I'm so proud of the lads uh, absolutely um, 
Bill Bo says if the capacity of Wembley is 90,000, um, we've only been allocated just under 33,000 tickets. Um, look, it is what it is. It, it, it's corporate. And it happens, it, more so it happens in the FA Cup final, but it is also happening here. Um, it, it, this is the thing with Wembley for me, Billy. It's taken away from the fans in a way by uh, all the corporate uh, people that have to get in in order to pay for the stadium. Yeah, when we um, when we reached the reached cup final in League Cup final in '76, there was no sponsor. Uh, the, it was divided down the middle between us and Man City. Since there's been a sponsor, we've had Milk Cup, Coca Cola Cup, Littlewoods Cup, etc., etc., etc. They mm. take a third of the tickets, or some, somewhere near to a third of the tickets. So um, yeah. it's wrong, really. Um, mm. But I suppose they sponsor it for a reason. This is why they do it, I guess, because um, mm. it was it was the, the week the the weakest of the three cups at one time. It wasn't. Yeah. Recognised as a strong, a strong trophy uh, mm. with a sponsorship in it. Now, it's, it seems it is a major trophy, and you know that's um, why why they do that way. But yeah, I don't know. It just seems um, a bit unfair that clubs that have got that that, that Man United seventy five thousand a week, we get fifty two thousand a week, and there's only thirty three thousand of each club going. It just seems a bit unfair. Yeah, um, there is um, th- there is tickets being banded about all over the internet on uh, second hand sales sites already. Um, mainly in the Man United end, and I don't know how that is, but they're going for like £700, you know, like upwards to 1500 and probably more. I mean, Alex, that, that, I mean, you know, as much as we all want to go and see Newcastle, that is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a sad situation. Um, the, the tickets has been a problem for, well, in multiple grounds, multiple clubs, Finals. It's been an issue for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think there needs to be some sort of general consensus and overhaul. Um, every club handles tickets differently. They handle season tickets and and, and different things in different ways. Mm. Um, finals and, and and Wembley and everything is also the same. It's, it's too much money in it, but it should be standardised some way in favour of the fans. But they're just gonna. They're going to go with where the money is, aren't they? So, you know, it, yeah. what would make sense to me is 40,000 each and then 10,000 for corporate. Simple as that. Yeah, but it's the fans that get screwed all the time. Uh, Chippers, thank you very much for your £10 super chat. He says, Sky's coverage uh, piping off Man United for this final is a disgrace. Uh, yeah, it is, but we're never going to get a change on that, unfortunately. The build-up to it will be all Man United. Um, I, I do. I have a bone to pick with, the, with some of the graphics that have been banded about. They keep mm. putting... Um, they keep putting Eric Ten Hag and and obviously Eddie Howe either side of the trophy. Um, Eric Ten Hag is, is normally wearing just a plain suit with no tie or a tracksuit all mm. the time. Um, and Eddie Howe will typically wear similar. Mm-hmm. And, and for some reason, in all of the graphics, they're putting Eric Ten Hag in a really posh beige suit with a like an expensive watch, suiting and booting him to the high heavens. Mm. And they've put Eddie Howe in just a training kit. Well, there you go. There was, there was so I mean, much footage yeah, and so many the graphics of Eddie Howe in a suit. There's plenty of Eddie Howe in a suit as well, mm-hmm. and it's it's just a clear bias, even in graphic design. And I'm yeah. I'm not here for it at all. It's really irritated me. Even the simple things, but that will just continue. Uh, Ricard Anderson says I checked via a Swedish travel agency for a ticket, fifteen hundred pounds. Um, Ian, uh, Mister Spoon says I can't see a way that the ticket allocation could be any fairer myself. Yeah, look, it was a difficult job. Either way, any way that they brought out the allocation of tickets was going to cause upset to somebody. You know, it's the way it is. Um, 
it was always going to be someone who would miss out or, um, you know, it's just a shame. It really is. Uh, Andrew, good evening. Uh, Jordy B says, midfield sadly left uh, light now without Bruno. Uh, Sophia, good evening to you. Hope you're well. Uh, Beats can't wait for the West Ham game. 2-0 to the tune. We have too much pace for their back line. Um, Ian says, is Isak going to be missing with concussion? We don't know. Uh, I would think Eddie will be quizzed about that tomorrow, Billy. And I guess, <laughs> but will he give anything away? I mean, if he's concussed, he's concussed. Yeah, it's hard to say, isn't it? You know how Eddie keeps his cards close to his chest. If he says he's not concussed, he could say that, I guess, and still not say anything about the team lineup, couldn't he? So I think yeah. he'll give the answer whether he is or not. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Julie Jason. come out and say they'll make a late call, won't he? Well, that's what Some he normally that. says, yeah. yeah. We, or we haven't had him checked yet. We'll find out yeah. this afternoon. Um, Julie J says, I was looking at seat picker. Uh, those prices for tickets are mental at £1,400 each. Uh, it, it is crazy. But speaking of the final, um, uh, uh, sort of going back to deadline day, um, I'd just like to uh, publicly thank you, uh, Billy, and you, Alex, uh, for taking over the show on Tuesday night when I went to the match. Uh, you were absolutely magnificent. Um, the, the the stint that you put in, Alex, especially being on nights the night before, uh, Billy uh, on with me from ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, you both deserve a massive pat on the back, um, and I'm absolutely proud as punch of the Perriers. Uh, it was a superb effort. Um, we were all knackered on Wednesday because, uh, you know, for me, streaming all day, then going to the match and, you know, what it's like at the match, you come out of there, you're all pumped up and then by the time you get home, you are drained, you get into bed, but you can't sleep. Um, it was, it's one of those mammoth efforts, but um, listen, you two were absolute stars. Uh, thank you to Francisco and thank you to Roy as well for for coming on as well. Um, but you two, simply magnificent. So well done, guys. And I just wanted to say that in public as well. Uh We've got 900 people watching, so I'm sure they're all applauding you as well. Um, and thank you very, very much to everybody that donated towards the two charities. Um, absolutely phenomenal. Um, I won't get to know until YouTube let me know next month how much we've raised, but it is fantastic amount again, uh, and it's all down to you guys. Um, just incredible generosity. Um, and, you know, even whatever we make can make a slight difference. Uh, that's where it all it all counts for me. So thank you to everybody uh, for being part of that amazing day again. And uh, we go again in the summer, boys. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, George, thank you very much for your £5 super chat. He says, but did you get any midget gems in the box? Uh, happy belated birthday. Uh, no, I didn't, George, but I got some, uh, I did buy some uh, chocolate raisins, um, which I forgot all about. Um and in fact, I still think they're in my coat pocket. Now, Phoebe got sweets. She forgot about them. Now, for Phoebe, to, a 14-year-old, to forget about sweets in her pocket. That's how much she enjoyed the experience. So just incredible. Um, I haven't heard from um, Jordan either. So I, I wonder how he uh, thought of the game. He's probably still in the ground pissed as a fart. You know, he's probably just lying up there in level seven somewhere out of it. Uh, Dave Bullman says, evening all. Uh, loved Ali McCoy's commentating on the match. Uh, he always has good things to say on Newcastle. Typical Roy Keane bullshit day about Newcastle. Uh, would love to beat them over any team in the final. Yeah, Ali was... Um, the commentary gantry was right in front of where I was sitting on Tuesday. Um, so right in front of me uh, was Shea Given and uh, David Ginola. Um, and then just Warnock. to the left... <laughs> I didn't see Warnock. I confused uh, Neil Warnock for David Ginola. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do remember How that. do you that do that? Strange. 
<laughs> I don't know how you manage that. I need to start wearing my spectacles for the match. <laughs> Billy, I, I, seriously, man. Uh, spec savers, if you're watching, there's a man um, coming your way very shortly. I mean, David Ginola is still an Adonis. You know what I mean? He's still, he's just, the man just glows, right? And and the amount of people that, uh, you know, after he'd done the halftime sort of report up at that country, just asking them all for, um, you know, selfies. And and, to, and it was great because he, he he was in there getting selfies with everybody. Uh, Shea Given, um, it, just before halftime, he was having his makeup touched up. And he, he, he looked up at us where we were sitting and he was just like, as if to say, fucking hell, uh, you know, in front of all these thousands of people getting a makeup brush wafted over my face. Um, but, uh, it, you know, there was a couple of them turned around after Bruno's tackle. Um, you know, we were all kicking off saying, oh, he got the ball, he got the ball. Uh, and, and and Given turned around in a, another lad and said it's a red card. I was like, oh, my God. We'll come on to that, Billy, because I know you think differently for that. Um, Tom Story says, I ain't got a chance for a ticket, but we'll party hard with the rest of the Geordies on the 26th. Yeah, look, I don't care what it is. If you're in London, Newcastle, you're going to have a blast anyway, wherever you are. Um, Stephen Stoko says, uh, Evening lads, been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer recently. Uh, and on my bucket list was Newcastle to win something before I go. It uh, looks like I'm going to get my wish tuned through and through always. Stephen, my God, man. Um, Listen, you never know. Just keep strong, keep fighting. That's that's the that's the only thing. Keep fighting, man. You just never know. Um, we're here for you, buddy. Uh, you keep fighting hard. Um, Roger says, looks like a coach two way for Wembley for me. Not ideal, but uh, Peter says ticket allocation seems very fair to me. My ticket is booked uh, from your recliner in front of the telly. Uh, JJ says the in-house compare DJ wants the pushy loves his own voice when he kept commenting on the fans were in full voice Shaq was fantastic he whoa Paul just deliberately (laughs) pressed the wrong button there somehow Uh, I'm sure come back here he comes now I I missed the DJ coverage to be fair I'm sick I swiped left and it sent me out the studio Uh, (laughs) Um, yeah Shaq Brilliant, guys. I have to say, he was absolutely superb. I mean, he just everybody when the start when he started playing, everyone from the boxes came out on the balcony. Everybody was dancing, and it just got the the, the atmosphere was incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. Uh, Astral Trump says, if you've been to every cup match home and away, you should be prioritised top of the list because that's probably three thousand max, and that's thirty thousand for everyone else. That's fair. Yep. Uh, James says, I've had my knickers in a twist about this transfer window and the rules for FFP. So yesterday spoke to my accountant and can now appreciate what's going on with the club. Time well spent to understand. Um, Dan Brown says, do some revenge against the Manx. Uh, Julie says, uh, Ginola was the share of the 90s. Uh, well, yes, he was, uh, he was. he was highly admired, I think it's fair to say. Uh, wish Tune Review fans had priority tickets. Uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> listen, if I had, if if I could get a big executive box at Wembley and take the Tune well, we Review, take seventeen k. There's a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, little FB says, would love to see Piff buy a massive stake in Sky TV. Pundits and commentators would be scattering like scared rats. Um, absolutely. Um, Francisco says, remember to spread the word. Twenty k by April. Thanks, buddy. Uh, in fact, Francisco will be joining us tomorrow night on TTR Friday as well. So, uh, 
It'd be good to uh, get Francisco back on for another guest appearance. Um, Mary says, there are lots of men who genuinely just don't age. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you, Mary. Um, <laughs> uh, she's probably talking about Ginola, but uh, I'm going for me this time. <laughs> um, Paul, do you agree with me that we need to 100% focus on foreign transfers in the summer uh, as we are wasting our time with all the EPL clubs unless the players force a move and we can get better, cheaper? I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I was thinking in the ground on Tuesday night, you know, when um, Bruno was sent off and, and you're thinking, oh, God, you know, there's still time in the window. Um, did did any of you feel like we might have made a late push? It's too late. We we're hoping more than anything, but yeah, we, yeah, there was no time left. No time left. Everything was kind of cut off earlier. The burger stuff wasn't it? it was all, it was all that was all cut off, kind of midday-ish. And yeah, yeah, there was no. Reason, in in there was response no to that question as well, um, homegrown is a thing, especially if we're going to enter European competitions, which it looks looks fairly likely. Mm. Um, and the fact we, we, we what we're going to lose, I think Wood counts as homegrown now. I think he's been here. Does he count as homegrown? Has he been here long enough? Potentially not, uh, but Shelby definitely did. Darlow did, and he's going. Um, mm. Who else are we going to lose? Well, we're losing Richie's home class is homegrown. His contract's expiring. We're losing. We're going to lose a lot of homegrown players out the door. That's mm. why Gordon in was was a it ticked an extra box. So we've still yeah. got to be careful of that. We could, we can't just go. We can't go and sign six or seven foreign players who don't meet the homegrown quota. Um, mm. Because we are going to be in Europe next season, albeit unless we have a massive slide and finish eighth and don't win the final. So, yeah. By the way, uh, can I just say on Anthony Gordon, um, what an ovation he got, by the way. Um, you know, for, for, for all the stuff that was going on on social media, he said, oh, we don't want him, we don't want him. Um, you know, when he was standing in the centre circle, the strawberry corner, we were like, oh, Anthony Gordon. And it, I think it took... A, it, it, you could see his face was just like, wow, bloody hell. Nah, keyboard and, warriors don't come out in real life, do they? Well, so. no, they don't. That's a good point. Um, look, <laughs> I wasn't particularly keen on him. I, I don't think many of us were. But after hearing him get interviewed, um, you know, and, and sort of hearing what sort of person he is and seeing the players meeting him, you know, you, you kind of do change around a little bit. And I, I, I am looking at it's going to be interesting to see what Eddie does on Saturday, whether he starts him or not. Um, but we'll come on to that a bit later on because th there is dilemmas for Eddie Howe this weekend. There's no doubt about that. Um, Jordy Ricard says, bloody hell, good evening, everyone. Was waiting for the show to start at 8pm. Was saying 19 minutes to wait going to the start. Eh? Uh, it, yeah, it, it's, it, we did start at 8 o'clock, um, uh, Mr. Ricard, but unfortunately, uh, you must have fallen asleep. Um, uh, where's Paul gone? I'm right here. Uh, would-be pharmacist, love for Stephen, fight hard indeed. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, Jordy Boy says, how about breaking into Wembley the day before? Grab a seat and anyone says anything, they can feck off. Um, the, the, good luck with that. Uh, is no, Bruno... That's what Man United fans do. They yeah, Man United fans do. Yeah, yeah, they do that. They, they're they good at doing that. Um, Imagine someone coming up and saying, that's my seat. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Well, then you fucking manage it. You manage the team then. Yeah, <laughs> uh, CHB says, Is Bruno playing in the final? Absolutely, he is. Uh, Julie J says, Shaq's brilliant, one of our own. Um, Ashley he says, It's great the club reached out to him. Yeah, it is. And you know, he, he was just he was stuck in the corner and you could hardly see him. 
Um, but Jesus Christ, that music was pumping so loud. And the kind of music that he was playing was just getting people dancing. I mean, Billy, even you would have been up rocking your hips. Uh, it was just tremendous. Uh, Angelica says, Stephen, keep fighting, sunshine. Sending my love to you and your family. Um, Jim Hewitson says, it would be a great day for people that can't travel if we could have a big screen at St. James's Park with Shaq DJing. Um, Alex, do you think they will do that? Do you think they'll open up St. James's Park? Because if they want to make some money, they're going to, because thousands of people will take them up on it. I don't see why not. As to do I think they're going to do it, I, I'm not sure. I'm 50-50 on that. Mm. Um, should they do it? Yeah, I think it would work. I mentioned this the other day that, you know, they do this with, rug with rugby uh, all yeah. over the country and it works very, very well. Uh, it's a fun day out uh, and it makes sense. It means we can keep it keep it in the club and it mm. would be good. It, it, you know, if we win as well, with everybody celebrating, you know, scenes from St. James's Park and outside the front, It'd be great media as well. It'd be great videos. It'd create an, an amazing sort of scene for, for history. Um, and, and it'd help the club make a bit of money on top of it whilst mm -hmm. providing the fans somewhere to just go and to go and watch it as a community mm -hmm. instead of in pubs or at home. Um, it's it's. I feel like it's a win-win because mm -hmm. uh, they... They'd make money theoretically. You know, you charge a little bit less, obviously, but you charge charge a little bit to get in, and then big screen. Um, depends if they could source it or not, because obviously you can't just have it on that on that telly up in the corner. It's got to be, um, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I hope it's not raining on uh, final day. Uh, Paul Stevenson says, "Did anyone think that Eddie looked a bit nervous in the tunnel before the kickoff? Um, uh, there would have been nerves there. Um, I think the the, the nerves kicked in um, from half time." Uh, second half, uh, we looked very, very nervous. I don't know how it looked on the watch along, but the ground inside the stadium was nervous as well. It was, you know, you could feel it, even though we were two goals up. It didn't feel like we were two goals up, if that makes sense. The the the, the tension in the ground was was incredible, and and that was coming from the pitch as well. Um, the things that we're trying to do just weren't quite coming off, and then obviously when Bruno got sent off. It put extra panic in. Pope made a magnificent save from Adam Armstrong. Um, then you see Isak going off with a bloody concussion. You think, right, you know. But as time went on into the into the extra time, you thought, well, there's no way Southampton are going to score two goals now. Uh, and the nerves started to dissipate. Um, but it's bound to be, Alex. It's bound to be nervous like that. Yeah, I think we all were watching it as well. Everybody mm. was behaving as though one goal would equal a loss. Um if we conceded, we're out. And that wasn't the case. We had a two-goal cushion, but even I felt the same. It mm. looked like the crowd felt it, felt it. The players looked like they were feeling exactly the same way, that conceding um, would just be a disaster. And, and it yeah. wasn't the case. I think it just goes to show everybody talking about the final at Wembley and do we deserve it and all of this, that and the other. I think that just epitomises sort of how... Mm -hmm how much it means to us, you know, the amount of top six clubs and fans that talk about Mickey Mouse cups and Tim Pot trophies and all of this. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're hanging on with the two goal lead in the semi-final and we are more nervous as a fan base than I've seen us in. I can't remember the last time I've been that nervous. Maybe, maybe the, maybe the final day when Gutierrez and Sissoko scored to keep us up. Maybe that sort of vibe in terms of like nervousness, um, it just shows how much it means to everybody. It's huge. I mean, the the end of the game was incredible. Uh, the amount of fans that stayed back to clap the lads off. 
Um, and you could see what it meant to the lads as well. You know, like, um, you know, Fabian Cher going to Lisa's end and proper giving it the big one. Um, it was it was just unbelievable. Um, and it, it's one of those nights, you know, whether you were watching at home or whether you were in the ground, um, it's just one of those nights that you'll remember because it was our club coming together. You know, the flags, the scarves, the atmosphere, um, you know, and, and let's be honest, we were all nervous, but Nick Pope only had that one save to make yeah. from Adam Armstrong. They didn't have another shot in the second half, and yet we're all panicking. I mean, I know Southampton had a lot of the ball, but they weren't hurting us. You know, we we kept them, we contained them quite easily, if I'm honest, apart from that one where Adam Armstrong got through. There wasn't anything to worry about, but it was just the fact that it was a semi-final, it was a second leg, and we were so close to Wembley uh, that we haven't been since 99. And, and that's you know, that was what the nerves were that were going around the stadium. The players did the jobs. Um, and I have to say, you know, Sean Longstaff, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Billy, the, the funny thing happened in the car coming home, but I was driving home on uh, on Tuesday night and I, I put your I put the watch along on we used to. I sort of um, moved it along to where the game kicked off. And Phoebe had fallen asleep in the car uh, just before the, the match kicked off. <laughs> and when we scored the first goal... You screamed that loud. She shot out of her seat thinking, what the hell's going on? Didn't realise where she was. But it was just raw emotion. It was incredible. Brilliant from Longstaff. He's been in them positions so many times and ballooned the ball over the bar. And then the second goal was even better for me because the ball oh, came oh, yeah. across and his control to put it low into the corner. I mean, absolutely superb. And that interview at the end, I don't know whether you've seen it with... Uh, Sean Longstaff getting interviewed for NUFC TV. Uh, and then Dan Byrne comes out, I'm getting measured for me suit. <laughs> just unbelievable. And you just think what camaraderie they've got in the dressing room, Billy. Well, yeah, that was a, that was a, a hark back to Paul Gaskell at Wembley, wasn't it? When he played for Spurs yeah. against Arsenal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, another Geordie boy made get good. suit measured. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> he went a bit crazy, but it was just... Yeah, it was, Unbelievable that that Sean Longstaff, after all the criticism he's taken this season, he was still getting it on on on, on Tuesday night before kickoff as well. And the lad played an absolute storming game. I mean, he could mm. have had four, um, two of the great chances. One he made mm. himself with a volley, which was superb. The two finishes, the actual goals were absolutely superb, and, and both came from absolutely sublime moves. Also, I mean, the, the switch of yeah. feet that Bruno did in that first goal was absolutely astonishing. Oh, that was insane, that was. Mm. Absolutely astonishing. The, the speed of the, of the shimmy of the feet to take it past that defender and put, put, put it over for Trippier. What he knows it as well, because he he clipped that and put it in his own little Twitter yeah, video. He, did, he yeah. knows that was a good move. And the way um, Alan McCoy spoke about that as well, he was almost yeah. orgasming over it. Let's just say that. <laughs> well, everybody was. Uh, Keith Dates, thank you for your $10 super chat uh, over in the States. No one is worried about that. Because uh, we're all coming to, well, I, I don't know what it said there because it's took it off the screen now, but I'll catch up with it. Um, but thank you, Keith, again. Um, I just want to ask you, too, what you thought of Willock's performance because <sighs> I just don't know. Uh, it, th- listen, he had a massive hand in the second goal, which was a superb move down the left-hand side. But he that goal that he gave, he, he, to, that was borderline laziness. And... For me, he did. He, apart from the goal, he, he wasn't that good. Well, I don't know what you guys minutes. think. I thought, I thought if he'd have maintained the level of performance that he put in for the first 20 minutes, would have been giving him a 10 out of 10. Unfortunately, he did that pass and his, con- his confidence went in and he just wasn't the same player. 
Yeah, he was, but we've he, seen he that was, with Willock a lot over the last few weeks, same. haven't he? Where he starts well and then he disappears from the sublime um, to ridiculous. Basically, that's what. Yeah, it was. He's, he, he was yeah. he's had the minutes. reverse. He's had a lot of the reverse performances where he hides for sixty minutes and then all of a sudden he comes alive with driving runs. He's got he's got both sets, yeah. of, both scenarios in him. It's yeah. it's a case. I, I still think it's a case of he's just turned twenty three. He's a young lad. Mm. We need more competition for places places in the midfield, mm-hmm. and he's got the weight on his shoulders at the moment. He's a young, you know, he is a, he's younger than most. Um, yeah, and he's he's look. I'm, I'm not digging at him. I'm, I'm really not because I think Willock's done. Re- you, you know my yeah. feelings. I think he's done very well this season. Um, it, just the last few games, he's 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 looked a bit leggy. Um, and uh, you know, well, I think he's looked that, great in parts of it, and then leggy. It's it's a problem yeah, where he yeah. looks great and then it just. It's, it's confidence, maybe. I mean, don't get me wrong. Head. You know, that was a fantastic finish from Chi Adams. No one will take that away from him, you know, to beat Nick Pope. Yeah, well, I don't know if you uh, saw uh, the XG when we were reviewing it at the time, but it was a, no. a 0. Uh, 0.04 XG chance. Mm. You score one in 20 of them. It was a yeah. it was a very sweet, a brilliant hit. struck strike. But it, it gave them the impetus to get back in the game then, didn't it? It just kind of, you know, because, I mean, how them Southampton fans must have been feeling, travelling all that way up, you know, looking for a good start of the game and the two down after 20 minutes. I mean, it's... You I know, think the, he played a shocker with a starting lineup. I think there yeah, was so he much did. better when Lavia came on and some of the mm. players, we we, we said uh, pre-show, um, uh, sorry, not pre-show, pre-match, that the Southampton fans were whinging. Why is Lavia not playing? Why is... Mm. And I... I Kind of was agreeing with it. And well, Mara didn't start obvious. either, which surprised me because he he looked really good in the first leg. But you could see it on the pitch when they when they reverted back to a back four, they looked more compact. They, but the problem I saw with Southampton was when uh, they were getting it in the centre back placing, and there was no out ball, and, and it's like their centre backs didn't know who to give it to. You know, they were, they were having to wait till the midfielders came deep to collect the ball again. There was no out ball at all. Um, and it just slowed Southampton down so much. Um, but I was really surprised well, with that starting line. Oh, absolutely. But I was but really surprised it, with their starting lineup. Really made surprised. A massive, a massive Walker Peters went off. He could, he could just put Pobo on there, there and then. Mm. Yeah. What he did was he pushed, uh, what's his face? He put Salisu out to left back. Yeah. And then he changed it all again second half when he brought Perot on. And Perot was, was an outlet for them. You know, he was on that left-hand side. He was, he was, he was a danger. Why yeah. did he do that in the first place? Just changed player for player and then went to a back four. Lord but I still think Southampton are going to be a really exciting team because they... Oh, when, absolutely. When, yeah. they, when they had the, the correct players on the pitch, mm. they look really good. Um, I know we've beaten them a bunch recently, but they still look like a really good team. They don't look like they should be in the relegation zone. And yeah. they've added Suleimana in this... Um, Onuachi, the massive six foot eight guy, yeah. they they look like a decent team, and I, I'm, I'm well, under no remember they're going to push back up the Premier League. Yeah, Nathan Jones hasn't been there very long. He's probably still working out his best formation, who his best players are, and things like that. He hasn't been there that long, so you know the opportunity will come. But you're right; they, they made I, I them disagree. changes. I, I, I think the starting lineup was just wrong. I think no, he got that think, wrong, but that's I what I mean. His opinion, his opinion on who he prefers, and I think if he's gonna, if that's gonna be a well, he changed thing. it so much from the, the, the first leg. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand, you know, when the the game kicked off, I'm looking at Southampton's formation. I'm thinking they're wide open here. They're absolutely wide open. Um, and, and obviously it proved point that we got the two goals. But um, the, the, some of the performances for me, um, again, I thought I thought Bruno's sending off culminated in frustration um, because... Bad, bad um, 
Yeah, Paul Tini is a he's a shite referee. We know that, and um, I just felt it, it culminated in a few challenges on Bruno that he didn't get. I mean, I don't like the one where Bruno went down and he grabbed the ball before the whistle blew. He does that a few times, and I think Billy, you've mentioned that in the past. Well, yeah, 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 but he shouldn't be grabbing the ball. It's he as simple as that. You, you know, just play at the whistle. Get on with it. Um, and and then the, the the sending off came, and I thought, you know, when we first saw it from where we were sitting, we thought, oh, he got the ball. He, he nipped the ball off him. And then when we see the replay, but this is the problem I have, guys, and I don't know whether you'll feel the same about this, but what I saw on Saturday from Fabinho for Liverpool how is that no different to Bruno's tackle? Yet one is a red card and one isn't. I don't get it. There was one even worse last night. And yeah. he stamped on someone. Yeah. Uh, two seconds. Uh, Roadblock, thank you for your £5 super chat. Uh, he says, you three were all brill, uh, but Billy is the marathon man. Really hope we nail the bastards up 4-0. Uh, if only to see how the pundits and mank knackers cope. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, sorry, go on, Billy. You want about oh, Anthony last night, yeah? The the, the foul. Veg, Veg, was it Veghorst that turned on one of the Forest players deliberately? Um, absolutely, definitely a red card. Yeah, I yeah. didn't look at it. And Son did a very did an identical tackle as well to what Bruno's tackle was. Pretty much, well, not I think it was worse. So Son has done the same tackle, no red card. Fabinho's done one, no red card. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's Anthony or Veghorst did his stamp as well, no red card. Funnily enough, all three of those teams in the in the in the big six protected. Um, it's frustrating. It, what I, it, I still think the Bruno tackle was a red card, yeah. but even so, it's frustrating that the three three of them got away with it and we didn't. But Billy, you don't think it was a red card, do you? Well, it's been sent off a of violent conduct, and I think I don't think it's possible to be accidentally violent. I really don't. Mm. What happened there was, and I've watched it, and you watch it, you'll see it. Idoji puts his foot over the ball, mm-hmm. and Bruno's already in mid. He's already motioning to tackle by that time. He catches he catches the ball with his heel actually. But if his yeah. leg isn't there, he takes the ball. He, mm. he actually tries to protect the ball with his leg. Now, he's either a complete simpleton mm. or he's lost control of the ball. He's, you either think he's shit or he's or is it yeah. mental. Yeah. He, the, the, he does. He it... puts his leg over the ball and put, plants his yeah. foot into, into the ball while Bruno is in swing to kick it. He catches mm. it with his heel. The bit where his leg is, obviously, his foot can't make contact with the ball. He's not deliberately gone to kick him. It's not intentional. There's no malice yeah. there. I've um, seen people. I've seen I people. I think he also, he's been dangerous to himself. I really do. I, yeah, I yeah. Well, you could you could put it that way. Um, obviously, Newcastle have the uh, had the chance to appeal, but there's no way they're going to do that because they could extend Bruno's ban. And and knowing knowing the powers that be, uh, they would love to extend it to four games, wouldn't they? And make sure he's out of the final. So Newcastle are never going to appeal that in a million years. Um, what did you think of the handball incident, though? W- was that a penalty? No, he's lucky. He was very lucky. He missed his hand. Yeah. It, it hit his chest, but he, he did have his arm well outside of a natural yeah. position for the the angle was in. bad from where we were, but uh obviously no VAR looking at it. So I found that bizarre when I, we didn't even know VAR was there until um, I think they did look until, at it, didn't they? I'm pretty sure. They didn't come up on the scoreboard. They may have said it on the TV, but they didn't see anything on the scoreboard. Um, we didn't know VAR was there until it came up that Bruno, um, it was being uh, looked at for a, a possible violent conduct, possible sending off. That's the first time we knew of it. Um, but uh, Prowler TV says, uh, Jamie O'Hara on TalkSport hopes Newcastle win the silver. Uh, yes, he does, uh, apart from that Belen Kundi. 
Um, who there was, there was a penalty by the way in the first half where Wilson was pulled to the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah, it. well, my dad Absolutely. said that, yeah, my dad 100%. said that, but that wasn't even looked at. No, um, uh, Barbara, good evening to you. Uh, and she says a big shout out to all the mods that keep the chat glowing. Um, uh, Mike says keyboard coward stat or not warriors. Good point. Uh, Jason says he's changed his views on Flash Gordon. Um, Steven says I'm going for us to win. Uh, we will want it more. Uh, we have more momentum. It's written in the stars. Uh, Zeeshan, thank you for your £4.49 super chat. He says, evening, everyone. Does anyone know a bigger sausage than Jason Cundy? They're all so bitter. Uh, well, Cundy admitted he wants Man United to win because he doesn't want Newcastle getting involved. He doesn't. He said it on the radio. So he doesn't want Newcastle interfering with the top teams. He said it. I mean, he literally gave it all away. There was a short period of time, um, maybe six, eight, ten weeks ago, where a lot of them were a bit more neutral and they were all like, oh, this is really exciting. This is great. Yeah. Eddie Howe's brilliant. They're a great team to watch, yada, yada, mm. yada. And now they're looking at the table, they're looking at the points and they're going, uh-oh. Mm. Okay, no, 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 no. This is the okay, they're a bit too good now and they're, and they're scared. Um, yeah. And it's hilarious. The Man United oh, fans are scared and rattled, as are the Chelsea, as are the Liverpool fans. Yep. Um, based on because the league position is just not going away and we are mm. continuing that point accumulation and we're in a final. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's nice that Jeremy O'Hara stayed um, on side considering some of his weird opinions. Um, there's, a lot, there's a lot of them coming out early doors as well. I don't know if it's that they're trying to get, they're trying to sort of get early credit just in case we're good. But a lot of mm. people, a lot of them are coming out and saying, Oh, we can title challenge next season. Um, there's no basis well, for that, none at all, because that's completely dependent on how the summer goes and how the rest of this season goes. There's no, there's no way you've got enough information to just say that anybody could have a title push. Brighton could have an incredible summer. Well, listen, Alex, a, I'll like, say it now. Know. I believe we'll be in there next season. Yeah, but because again, I believe they will spend in the support. That is dependent on where we finish this season. To sit on telly and talk sport. No, I don't. Radio. Absolutely not. Like uh, but I would uh, talk sports, decisions. Sky Sports, anybody. You know, <laughs> I'll speak the truth. I'll give us a voice. I will give the Newcastle United Football Club a proper voice. Not these bellends belittling us all the time. Put me on the screen. Anyway, uh, Abs, thank you very much for your ten pound super chat. Uh, she says Bruno was being targeted by their players. All game. Uh, ref then lectured him for two fouls he didn't make. Uh, was fuming. Yeah, Joe Linton yeah. fouled one player, and then he had a. He, he was talking to Bruno, and I thought, what the hell's going on there? Uh, just crazy, crazy. Uh, the clone lad says he wasn't overly impressed with ESM's work rate on Tuesday night. Uh, he <coughs> says he can see why Eddie isn't starting him. Go, go away. No, ridiculous. I've heard this on Twitter. This is irritating me. We went down to 10 men, and he went up front. Like... Fine. He had to cover wide left back and then also cover high centre forward as an outlet. Like that is so far apart from what his intended role probably would have was supposed to have been. He's mm. had to go and shuffle back into a completely different job. Um, I don't. I, yeah. No. I don't get it. I don't get it. I've not. Heard, I've not heard any comments about Willock. We've talked about Willock, but I've not heard anybody questioning Willock. But. Mm. Willick literally gave a goal away and people are so it's talking about ASM. Why? Uh, yeah. Why? I mean, to be fair, how are the lads maggot drowners as ASM was on when we were a man short? Don't read too much into that. There you go. Um, Carlos, I, 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 I watched him press from side to side when he was on his own up front um, mm. in the last oh. five minutes. Like, I know he wasn't on long, but 
He was still making the effort. Absolutely, he's awesome. in. But when the full time whistle goes on the fan cam on the on the official YouTube channel for NUFC, you can see him press left, press right, yep. track him. Yep. As the full-time whistle goes, go and watch it. And can I just say that every time ASM did something, Eddie Howe was applauding him on the side, right in front of me, applauding him uh, and and really geeing him up and saying, well done for the press. So, yeah, let's not... uh, I'm just just so done with it. It's an agenda at this point. People not writing about Willock's... Willock giving away a goal, effectively, putting them in a goal-scoring opportunity... Fair enough, Chad Adams' hit was very good. But then, but then, so ignoring that, but typing stuff about ASM negatively mm. when he didn't do anything wrong and was we were a man down. Yeah. I, I don't uh, get it. I don't get it. As Benno NUFC says, Shaq the Arsenal fan. He's had Facebook posts from 2014 all about his support for Arsenal. Uh, yes, I was hoping nobody would actually spot that, but I guess they have. Uh, Zishan, thank you for another Fortbound 49. Uh, he says, have I told you about my Muppet Man new brother? Uh, my mum is dreading the next few weeks. I can understand why, yeah. Um, Ian Fleming, thank you for your £5 super chat. you got a bit of an itch there, Bill. Um, uh, thank you, Ian, for your five quid. He says, see Chelsea have been told if they don't qualify for Champions League se- this season, they could face break in FFP regulations. Yes, I've seen that. Uh, like they're in this shit. They're in this shit. Expect, expect um, a lot of refereeing decisions to go their way in the next... Three months of the season. Well, that's oh, a yeah. possibility. You can guarantee it. You can guarantee <laughs> Absolutely. It. Yeah. Uh, Scott says, did anyone see Alan Pearson get attacked after the game? Well, he wasn't attacked. He was verbally... Uh, it could have got nasty, but listen... I've heard it's gone to the police, so... Yeah, listen, well, the guy who was confronting him used some homophobic comments, which mm-hmm. is why... Just um, the poor lad alone, just let him make Yeah, but listen... I... At the same time, he's a young kid, he's not very tall, and he puts himself in a position where he goes where there's lots of drunken people, and uh, and I worry for him at times when he's doing things like that, you know, just uh, he's going to film people, and people have, people are absolutely hammered, especially nighttime games, um, but listen, that's not excusing what that, uh, he was definitely a Southampton fan, by the way, Um you could tell by his accent. Yeah, like Farmer Giles there, you know. And but um, I mean, if, if if I was with Adam at that time and he pushed me into a window like that, I would have planted the fat bastard. To be honest, I would have knocked him out. But that's just me. Adam's not very big to do that. So, but you know, then again, he probably wouldn't have confronted somebody my size compared to Adam. He just thought Obviously he was Billy Big Bollocks. Um, but you know, I have to take some security with him. Yeah, he he does all this on his own. And look, I've got a little. Good for him. He's, he's making content and he's out there and he's doing what he loves. But he needs to be careful as well, though, because it can be a dangerous place sometimes when you've got football yobbos like that who are off the heads and, you know, just trying to act Billy Big Bollocks in front of a, you know, just pathetic, really. But, you know, the good thing is nothing happened and Adam's okay. Um, Kim says, I wish they would open up St. James's Park, if for nothing else, for all of us non-season ticket holders. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mandy says, uh, no, he was right. I was sitting waiting for the team three minutes past. Then you all came on screen already talking. Eh? Waiting for the three minutes past. You all came on the screen already talking. Well, I don't know why that is. Uh, when a 21-year-old can wind up 52,000 Geordies with a bitch shithousery, that'll do for me. Go for it, Gordon. Um, Man United have never won a League Cup after winning both semi-finals, says Ian. Interesting. Uh Fight, just one final thing on that match, and then we'll move on to uh, talk about West Ham. Um, Miggy's substitution on 61 minutes. He wasn't happy. Um, what did you make of that? 
I think he wanted a better defensive cover down that down that flank because Perot was coming into the game more, mm. um, and he obviously felt Miggy wasn't providing it. Murphy came on and was true, and he did nothing with the ball. But as a defender, he was absolutely sublime. Super. Yeah, yeah. He worked yeah, he his ass off. His pressing. Uh, and I have to say, when he came, when he was subbed up <laughs> and he was smiling away, I thought, boy, he just loves playing for Newcastle United. He just loves, he loves the whole shithousery of it as well. He, does, he, he yeah. loves it, the fact that everybody bloody hates us. And the, 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 the Newcastle players, as well as the fans and the club itself, we're all loving it. Um, Zishan, he, thanks for another four pound forty nine. Uh, Maxi needs to start in the final. He will destroy the bastards. Uh, go on, Billy. Yeah, he did that Peter K run off slower than you can walk, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. It was the fact he was laughing away, and uh, you could see his little sort of glaring smile on uh, on Mad Dog's face as well. It just shithousery at its finest. Uh, Anth Martin, thank you for your £12 super chat. Um, that's a new one, £12. Uh, love you guys. I listen to your casts. It's ruined my sex life. <laughs> well, Anth, I do apologize for that, matey. Uh, but you know what? Uh, <laughs> maybe you can get us involved. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alex is gone. Um, oh can I just say something on that? You know, um, me and Alex, who are very happily with people, okay? Very, <laughs> very happy in relationships. Billy is speaking for himself. What Billy wants to do in his personal life is up to him. So if that is an option for you, Anth, Give Billy a shout. Leave me and Alex quite out of it, please. Um, uh, he does not speak for all three of us. Dear God, Billy. Um, uh, need to start a petition for a big screen in St. James's Park for the final. I think the owners might be aware, actually. I think uh, certainly uh, Amanda and me and dad will. Uh, Danny says the first 20 minutes of the game were unreal. The football was played was amazing and the stadium was bouncing. Uh, well done uh, the tune for reaching the final from a Cherries fan says Mark thank you very much Mark uh, Dan says he'll never forget that long staff goal the roof blew off St James's Park it did the first goal I had like two layers of coats on with massive thick pockets full of uh, the, the band suites and keys and phones and I went to jump out the seat and I got stuck <laughs> Uh and then when I finally got released, I went flying into Phoebe and Nelly sent her into level seven. Um, but it was just utter euphoria. Um, I took the big coat off after that. Um, but my pockets were just full. Um, Can I just say as well, when I, when I watched the match yesterday, I watched it again last night. Ian Crocker and Ali McCoy's together. As, as, that's the best commentary team on TV. They're superb. The Yeah, Ali McCoy. Who was the other one with him? Ian I mean, the Ian, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't. He was there, obviously, standing next to him. I couldn't put my finger on what he, what his name. And he does a lot of the Scottish commentating, doesn't he? Up in, uh, he commentates yeah, on yeah. a lot of Scottish football for Sky. Um, but Ali McCoyst always gets rave reviews for his commentary. He, he is absolutely fantastic. Um, and, and hats off to him. He's, he, you know, he's. Uh, it, the thing about Ali McCoyst is, you know, for a guy that used to play for Sunderland. He a full time. He was in the crowd, high fiving the Newcastle fans, getting selfies, shaking everybody's hand, uh, and he's had nothing but lovely things to say about Newcastle United. 
Um, so it's hats Mac off to him. It's Macum as well. It's Macum as well. Yeah, remember. exactly. But you, you wouldn't have known that on uh, no, no. on Tuesday night. Um, and then you know Laura Woods, her dad's a Geordie. She wants Newcastle to win. Um, you know, but uh, you know it, it's it's just pure little Jason Cundy. Uh, Angelica says the biggest gutter for me is that Mike's not here to see us go to Wembley. Uh, he wasn't a Newcastle supporter, but he loved to watch us. He would be screaming for us because he hated Man United. Uh, Angelica, he'll be looking down uh, just like Dave Harrison will be uh, and, and all the Newcastle fans that we've lost lately who haven't been able to see this turnaround. Um, they'll all be looking down proud as punch and I'm sure they'll all be uh, grouped together watching the watching the final cheering us on um, and, and hopefully... Uh, Helping that ball in the back of the net uh, against uh, against Man United, but you've got your family here, Angelica, to uh, to keep you company. Um, Ken says, "Quick question: Where do you think the category for tickets will end? I.e., will it go to five or six? I'm in category three, so I hope I'm in with a shout. But I've got friends in the lower categories. All I'll say is uh, good all. Uh, I don't think it'll. Get, if I'm being brutally honest, I don't think it'll get to the last few." Um, I, I cannot say it, unless they hold a certain number of tickets back, but I don't know how they can do that either. Um, yeah, I can't see it. Uh, it's it is what it is. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see, to be honest. It's uh, it's incredibly tough. Um, George says Tuesday was one of the best days of my life. Walk, uh, walking with the crowd after the game with my Bruno scarf up high, tear in my eye, uh, was truly a special thing seeing so many people so fucking proud. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, absolutely incredible. Um, anyway, let's turn our attention to uh, to Saturday. Now, as I said in the intro, um, Eddie Howe faces some uh, uh, real dilemmas ahead of this game because obviously the the, uh, the, the definite miss uh, missing of Bruno, he's definitely not playing, and the possibility of, of course, uh, Alexander Isak. Uh, if he is confirmed a con- concussion, he will not be allowed to play. That is the that is the rules. He can't play, uh, whether he feels okay or not. Um, George Hayes, thank you for a fifty dollars super chat. That's really kind, my friend. Uh, thank you for your continued donations to the channel, buddy. Um, yeah, so it's a dilemma, Alex. Which way is he going to go? Because he's also got that dilemma: is it going to be Maxi or is it going to be Gordon? Um, yeah, well, it's it's quite straightforward, I think, with the striker. Um, I think he he's been favouring Wilson anyway, so mm-hmm. it would be quite an easy decision uh, decision to just slot Wilson back. And I thought Wilson was a, was much improved uh, against Southampton, um, especially in sort of the first. Well, when, when he was on anyway, he was he didn't quite get any goal scoring opportunities, but he early fouls, link up play, touching the ball a lot more, very involved, pressing was good, much much better. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if he wants to play Wilson as much. We, we are trying to nurse him carefully. Yeah, yeah. He, he, that's why he tends to only play 65 minutes most matches, trying to manage him very, very carefully. But no, mm-hmm. you're right. The the dilemma there is is the left wing because you would imagine that Joe Linton's going to pop back into midfield and Longstaff will sit in the six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, and even so, Will- Willock has been a left-sided midfielder and Joe Linton's been playing as a left-sided midfielder. So one of them is going to have to move across go back over to the opposite side mm. that they haven't done in a while I, I would imagine it would be Willock but um, we will see considering how much left-sided stuff Willock's been doing recently we'll have to wait and see um, but it is it is a good call uh, Anthony Gordon or or Maxi um, I mean my my gut 
my gut feeling is that Maxi might be saved as a, as a striking option or as a sub just in case. Um, although Eddie Howe in his press conference mentioned that he thinks Gordon could also play up top if needed. Yeah. Um, although he sees him as a wide player. So both could be true. Um, yeah, I think the Wilson one is, is a little bit more straightforward. I think he could just play him without too much fuss. Uh, but yeah, the left wing is is, is Gordon or Maxi, isn't it? Basically, mm. um, does he go with does he go with Maxi? I mean, he typically doesn't like throwing people in at the deep end, does he? And, and obviously, if Gordon's not trained too much, I think he trained today. We got some pictures out today. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think that's a major issue with Anthony Gordon because he's he's Premier League. He's, he's come from the Premier League. I think. Yeah. I mean, he's, hopefully, he's if the people journalists from... ask the right questions tomorrow, well, we might well, that's get not a good happen, understanding of his opinion. I mean, we could build a little bit of sort of a reference point of where Eddie Howe is kind of at with Gordon playing lots of minutes straight away, or does he need mm. time? You know, the journalists can get, they can't get a concrete answer, but they might be able to get an understanding generally. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they ask the right questions tomorrow in the press conference. Um. Uh, Sophia's saying there she got a bit emotional when Shelby said his goodbye. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. It was a lovely touch from the club uh, and certainly getting involved in the in the photo at the end as well. Um, it was quite... He got a really good ovation as well, which I was really pleased about. Um, they were singing the, the Shelby songs to him and, uh, you know, it was it was really good. Um, <clears throat> now, Billy, if, if he does go for Anthony Gordon on Saturday, where does that leave Maxi? Because... Maxi would probably think in his own mind here that he's got an opportunity to come back into the first team and, and cement his place. But then again, we've just paid £40 million for Anthony Gordon. Um, and, and the option is now there because of what's happened to Bruno. The option is there to play him. So where does he go with this? Because, I mean, that's why he's paid the big money. But what do you think? I mean, it's not necessarily that Gordon's going to play on the left. He could easily play him on the right and rest, rest McGee for the game, couldn't he? That's um, an option as well, yeah. I, I think I think Maxi starts myself personally. Um, right. I think I think Gordon will be an impact so just for this week, see how he goes. Um, but if he if he picks Gordon ahead of him, Maxi won't get, isn't going to be happy because I don't think he wants to be an impact substitute. Mm. Um, I, I just but I can't see. It. I think he'll play Maxi. I think he'll play Joe Linton next to him because West Ham do possess a threat down that right flank, don't they? With Bowen, who's got yeah. some form yeah, now as do. well. So yeah. I think I think it was only next to Maxine and we'll look with still right. That's why I think mm-hmm. that will happen. Uh, do, do you foresee any other changes, Alex? Because uh, I mean, the back four speaks for itself now, surely than the goalkeeper. <clears throat> I mean, we've got some changes in terms of the bench and the depth because it is reported that Manquillo is injured until late Feb. Um, if that's the case, then we might see Ashby used straight away on the bench potentially. So mm-hmm. it's not a starting lineup change, but it's a, it's interesting. Because um, if anything does happen to a fullback uh, during the game, then Ashby might get minutes straight away. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, I can't see much else changing. Um, yeah. Longstaff back in the six. You'd imagine uh, he'll leave. A lot of people in the comments are actually saying to start Gordon and not Maxi, um, which is interesting. And, and push J7 back in the middle, um, which I think it, that's a given. He's, he's got to play. We need Joe Linton back in the middle when Bruno's not there. There's no doubt about that. Um, it does also depend on the opposition. Um, so uh, West Ham are a very good defensive side. Um, they've only got four clean sheets this season, but they're, they're hard to they're hard to break through. I think their XG against is one of the best in the league, actually. Uh, yeah, XG conceded is, is 17th, with obviously 20th being the top. 
Um, yeah. So they're really, they're, they're not bad. They're only supposed to have conceded 22.6. Uh, and, and we're only supposed to have conceded 18, but we are far outperforming our XG conceded. We've conceded 11. We're meant to have conceded 18. That just goes to show how good the the sort of blocks and, and saves have been. Um, but West Ham are, are right up there in terms of defensive stability, rigidity. Um, they're just not scoring many goals. You know, they're down at 0.9 goals per match in 16th place, really, really low down. Um, so may, maybe... Maxi creativity could be useful. Um, but then again, do we think Gordon can unpick a lock? Yes. Maybe. Um, it was funny because I seen a, I seen a comment earlier on the day saying that Bruno deliberately got sent off so he doesn't have to play against Paqueta. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but uh, Peter says, uh, I'm not sure any of our players have made a major final before. Uh, I think the nerves were understandable and the experience will do them the power of good. Uh, well, it's, it's certainly a learning curve for them, absolutely. Well, Francisco um, mentioned that Almiron's um, played in in, in in a sort of cup format in the MLS and have to go through and win a final with uh, Atlanta United. So mm, he's probably mm. the only one. I think, well, I think Tri Trippier and Botman... Champions League. Champions League final. That's true. He did play in the Champions League final, but he lost it. <laughs> but but yeah. Um, and then I guess Bot Botman and Trippier have both won league titles, but winning a league over X amount of games is different to a cup final, right? <clears throat> Listen, they'll be all up for it. They will, Yes, they'll be nervous, but my God, they'll be up for it. I think it'll be a frantic first 10 minutes in that cup final, just be tackles flying in everywhere. I just want someone to knock Bruno Fernandez's teeth out. I can't stand that little rat, <laughs> honestly. Um it, you know, if I, if I could bloody two-foot tackle him before he got into the ground, I'd do it. Um, Tim C says, evening, just to mention, uh, man, you Anthony should have seen a red blatant stamp uh, and a coward shot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, any thoughts on trying to scoop Everton and signing Isco as a free for some midfield depth? Yeah, Everton trying for Isco now, which is bizarre, uh, considering he's failed a, uh, failed a medical already. So we'll he's, see how he's that struggling one to, to get into teams that we would consider beneath us now. Mm. which is not a good sign. I don't know what's happened to him and what's wrong with his fitness, but if he's not the right fit, then never mind. But if, if Isco Isco's... can't get himself a club and he still turns on Everton, that'll be hilarious. <laughs> do you <laughs> think Isco could do a job for us? Uh, from the from the last time I saw him play with Seville back in... I watched when Sevilla played against Man City in the Champions League and he looked fine, so I don't know... I don't know what the problem is. I don't know why his contract's been terminated. I don't know why he can't pass a medical. So something's obviously happened that I'm not privy to. So if anybody knows, you know, mm. feel free to pop it in the chat because something's obviously happened. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Billy, West Ham will be coming into the game. They're not in great form, although they've had a bit of a dodgy season. Uh, Moyes is still, you know, under a lot of pressure given that, um, you know, yes, the, the, the beat Everton last week and that sort of took the took the pressure off him a little bit. Sorry, last time out in the Premier League because it was FA Cup last week, but you know what I mean. Um, obviously, the big derby quite comfortably in the FA Cup. Um, do you foresee any problems coming from West Ham? Because it, the big stars really haven't been firing for them so far this season, have they? They haven't, but they've signed someone who likes to score against us, Danny Ings. He's, he, he's yes. done for me. He likes a goal against us. Mm -hmm. um, Bowen's coming into a little bit of form also. They've obviously got Declan Rice as a... As, as, as I a, think in, Ings might be out. Is he? Fotmob well, says Ings knee injury until mid-February. 
That's good news then. That's so apparently Skamaka is also out to mid-Feb. Kurt Zuma's out, or it's doubtful. Uh, and Cornet's out till late Feb. So this is, you know... I've got a few injuries. It then. might change, so, but... Because uh, Antonio's just not been doing it this year either. He, he's wanting out. Um, so, uh, Malcolm Taylor, thank you for your £10 super chat. He says, hi, chaps. I would like to see us change it up a bit for West Ham. Uh, Gordon will be buzzing. Um, yeah, I mean, look, maybe. Maybe he will change it up. But, but then again, uh, maybe he won't. Uh, he certainly hasn't. Uh, over the past few uh, p- few games. But uh, David says, I stopped going to St. James's Park when Ashley got his advertising hooks into our club, uh, but do not feel I have an equal right to a cup ticket. Uh, my stomach couldn't handle Ashley. Uh, you and a few others, mate, to be honest. Um, uh, Matthew says, the lads are gelling well together. So uh, now even with VAR and the Prem going against us, we're still marching on. Uh, Ken says, I love the media. The more hate, the better we become. It seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, like the, the the more hatred we get in the in the press, uh, the better we seem to play. Uh, by the way, Andre Ayew has joined Nottingham Forest on a free transfer, so there's another one in for Forest. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Uh, Matthew, Chris Woodall, John Joe didn't make the twenty-five. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Louise says, come on, Willock, he should not start as a Newcastle fan. Interesting. Um, we don't have anybody better than him to start at the moment, so he should. Um, we don't have anybody, really, do we? To be honest with midfield Who's going to start in midfield? Richie? Like, come on. Well, I mean, look, he, he put Anderson there late on, didn't he? Uh, but I think that was just a waste of a bit of time. Of course he was. I don't believe that was any any other sort of tactical reason. I just think... I mean, when the ball ran up with with Murphy's number on it, he actually ran backwards towards the other side of the pitch. He knew he was coming off. He 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 knew knew, he was coming off. Yeah. He went went as far away as possible and then ran off. Like I said, like Peter Kay says, running slower than he can walk. So he he was thinking all the time waste. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Ian says, what what more can ASM do to make people get off his back, Alex? Oh, no idea. I mean, we, you've just talked. We, we've talked about Miggy as well. He, he got a cracking assist, played brilliant for half an hour, and then very much faded. Um, mm. But again, that's not bit. That's not really been typed about or mentioned. It's just you know, Willock made a big mistake, but was mm. fairly good in the opening phase. Similar for Almiron, was amazing with the assist, but then faded dramatically. Um, but it's all Maxi's fault, even though we were a man down, as yeah. always. Uh, Chanel Wright, I believe it's Chanel. Otherwise, it's Channel, and I believe Channel is Chanel. Uh, but I could be wrong. Uh, you know what I'm like. Uh, Longstaff was brilliant. Thank you for your £2 super chat as well, Chanel. Um, uh, Ian A says, Adam Shaw is like the Jeremy Kyle of NUFC podcasts. He needs to be careful. Yeah, he does get the idiots jumping on Adam So That's what I'm concerned about, to be honest. Um yeah, a lot of people commenting on that saying that he's, you know, he needs to be careful or he's going to get hurt one day. Uh, Mal the Grinch says, all right, lads, I'm hoping Gordon plays on Saturday and I think if he plays, he scores. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd love to see that. Uh, I'd love to see I that. I wouldn't mind him on the right. I've got to be honest. I'd like, I wouldn't mind seeing Biggie get a rest. Just just, just a rest for a week. He, he mm. has faded as late and, and he's not showing, the, obviously he's not going to show the same level of form with all those goals before Christmas, but 
I, I just think he needs a rest for a week. Well, that's yeah. what that's what having the big squad's all about is is rotating mm-hmm. a little bit and giving players a bit of time off. If if Isak happens to be fit, um, I'd like to see a Maxi Isak and Gordon front three because they're all good ball carriers and all good dribblers. Mm-hmm. All want to yeah, be on I'll, the ball. I'll go for that. That'd be quite the spectacle. Yeah. Um, a lot of people uh, absolutely very complimentary about the Southampton fan, <laughs> as you can imagine. Uh, uh, and I say that in jest. Um, uh, Paul's robbing the toilet paper from the bottom. Give over, will you? Um, uh, Shamrock says, Billy, have you ever thought of doing voiceovers for horror movies? I've done a few in the talk in my time. <laughs> After heavy Saturday nights and you know I'm going to say next, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah, well, Anthur's rep- reply to you in your uh, uh, comment, Billy, he says, I'm straight, piss off. Uh, I didn't mean actually so- be there, I meant talking while you're doing it. Billy, please don't do that, man. <laughs> there's, there's, there's absolutely no need for that. Because coming down my earphones like that is just, just horrible. Um, Jordan's in that. Ha- I just realised what I said there. That's just... <laughs> Why do I do it? Why? <laughs> well, I miss Danielle. She she, she, she she would have put me straight. Uh, immediately well, said, she, don't even she, say it, Paul. She would have put me straight. That's for certain. Well, I, yeah, she would have. Uh, Jordan's in the house. He says, I'm here, but I've got no voice from Tuesday. The atmosphere was fucking electric. Um, George says, agree, Billy. Watch the match again uh, about 2 a.m. And the commentary team on Sky was great. And the pundits on the side of the pitch. Mm. Even Francis Benali um, was to be fair to him. Yeah, he was a yeah. Magnanimous loser. I didn't realise who that was. You know, um, he was standing in between Given and uh, Janola. He was a horrific was footballer, like, wasn't he? God, it was shit. But he played loads of times with Hampshire, didn't he? Lots and hundreds of times. Fucking awful for that awful player. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Uh, he may well uh, Chanel might be actually channel as in the YouTube channel so whatever the name was after channel something uh, Susan's come up with a hunch if so I look stupid now calling a, a bloke Chanel um, but you know um, West Ham had have 44% average possession 18th for possession one in the final third so they sit deep so it's going to be a challenge for us isn't it yeah, yeah I mean, we, we, we need to, need to, to break teams down, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of times. Um, we might, we're not going to get pressured as much as like we did against Southampton, though. They're um, they're 19th in the league for tackles, but strangely enough, second in the league for interceptions. So mm-hmm. they sit in a rigid shape and try and obviously block passing lanes. I've not watched much of West Ham this season, I probably should. Um, but it would appear that they they tend to step in and block passing lanes and try and intercept the ball because they've got a very low tackle numbers. So they're not going to sort of press out, win the ball in the final third, be really aggressive. It does look like yeah. they, they hold their shape. They try mm. and intercept passes um, and play to hit. They always try to hit on the counter-attack. So. Yeah. Well, it, it's going to be a, a very interesting game. Uh, Tom Lynch says, uh, I'm watching Twitter and there's images coming out showing up that until the takeover, DJ Shaq was an Arsenal fan. He wouldn't be the first mm. Newcastle well, person the that either. wearing an Arsenal shirt, would he? Let's be honest. <laughs> he certainly won't be the last. Um, 
Uh, McCoy's could have been a Geordie if he wasn't spotted in the red and white shirt. Still a really good bloke. He was shit for him, though, to be fair to him. Yeah, he was. He didn't, didn't get many goals, did he? Uh, right, it is time for the team predictions. Um, <laughs> lots of people in the chat going, Shaq out. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear me out. Um, right, uh, Billy, we'll start with you. What's your uh, what's your team lineup for Saturday? Uh, Nick Pope in goal, Trippier, Cher Botman, Byrne, Longstaff in the six, Willock to the right of him, Joe Linton to the left, Maxi, uh, Wilson, and Miguel Almoran. Okay, Alex, exactly the same. Pope Trippier, Cher Botman, Byrne, Longstaff in the six. Jarlington left eight, Willock right eight, Maxi left wing, Wilson up top, and Miggy on the right wing. Uh, I'd like it a bit differently, but mm. I agree. I think Miggy possibly deserves a rest. Um, mm. And I'd like to see Gordon maybe in the starting lineup, but I'd also like to see Maxi in the starting lineup. Uh, I think if Isak comes through the concussion check, I would start Isak as well, just to rest Wilson. Yeah. Well, can I tell you something, guys? That's what I'm predicting. I'm going for a front three of Maxi, Isak, and Gordon. Mm-hmm. Just to change it up a little bit and give the other That's guys what I a want rest. to see. Um, listen, it is highly well known that most of my team predictions are always bollocks and completely wrong. Um, but listen, I got it right once when I said that Isak would start against Wednesday, and I got that right. So sometimes I do get it right, but most of the time I get them wrong. So I, it just it's just one of them things, but I don't know whether that's my heart ruling my head thinking, oh, you know, I'd love to see that front three. Just give that a go. Um, but I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens with Isak. Uh, and hopefully, as you see, Alex, um, those uh, media people ask the right questions this time. Well, um, we, we shouldn't we'll need to be scoring many goals to win this game. I think if we score one, we win. Um, mm-hmm. You know, West Ham are 19th in the league for big chances created. They've only created 16 chances all season. Comparing that to Man City and first have created 61. Um, so they they struggle. They really struggle up top. They're going to play counter counter attack. They're going to let us have the ball. Well, I don't think they've got much choice. I think we're just we're we're good and we'll have the ball more often than not. Um, they're going to have to. They're going to need a moment of quality in the counter attack, or for us to make a mistake like we did against Southampton. It's I think that's the only way they're going to get past us. Um, mm. So we've just got to make sure we can be technical enough to score a goal and just stay solid and, we're, you know, guarantee the three points. But I think it's going to be a harder game than people imagine. Um, they're going to be frustrating. You know, we've we've struggled against teams who try and frustrate us, and I think they're going to do that. They're going to block the space, be really annoying to play against. So we're going to need some some magic to get through them. Yeah, it will be very interesting. Uh, a lot of people are saying that... Uh, uh, DJ Shaq will get a free ticket as well. Um, <laughs> which <laughs> Tony Tom I mean, just called him Granite Shaka. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, Ab says, uh, you were a stopped clock, Paul, right towards the day. Eh, all oh, right, okay. I'd, <laughs> uh, Josh says even a broken clock is right twice a day, Paul. Uh, right, score predictions, Billy Bob. Uh, I think it'll be a hard game. I think they will come for points, uh, but I think we will break them down eventually, and I think we'll be on 1 0. And a goal will be from St. Maxima. Oh, uh, Alex? 
I'm going to go one nil as well. Oh. And I think <laughs> just because of how everything's gone recently, I think I think Gordon's going to get a goal. Mm. Wow. Okay. And who else? He sacked, did you say? What in a one nil? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I think it's going to be 2-0. <laughs> um, I think, it, you know, it may be one of them frustrating first halves where Southampton sit back, try and defend, uh, and then we sort of, we get a goal. Uh, they push forward, try and equalise, we catch them on the break again. Um, and I think uh, scorers... Botman and Joe Linton. I mean, they've got centre-half problems, haven't they? So corners yeah. and things like that could be could be a big threat to us. Yeah, we, we've got to score from a set-piece eventually, guys. And Botman's got to score eventually. I mean, uh, you know, it wouldn't be fair if one of us didn't go for Botman to score. Uh, it's it's as simple yeah. as that. Uh, so, the centre-backs yeah. aren't terrible. Um, it's, I think I think they're losing purely because they're just not winning. They're, they're, not, they're not scoring that many goals. Um, but they are just, they're just being dominated. I, I don't, it's really weird. I mean, going back and looking through the stats at the recent games, you know, they got, they, they, they got out possessioned by Wolves, Everton, yep. Brentford. Yep. And I, I, in my head, I'm thinking West Ham should be better than them, especially in the midfield battle, surely with Rice and Suchek, because I'm remembering them from last season and just going back and having a look, I'm so surprised at how poorly they're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, even Derby County gave them a good go, to be fair. They did win 2-0, West Ham did, but Derby County had a fair... Did they even have more possession? Surely not. They, they well, might I, just, have done, I, I just heard the reports on the radio saying that Southampton, uh, sorry, uh, West Ham were really comfortable. Um, so... Um, for, well, Derby had 48% possession, more mm. shots as well. Not less on target, but again, Derby are in League One, so... Yeah, they are. When you say comfortable, you know... They've had a, they've had a very rough time of it as well. Um, yeah, West Ham should be comfortable against the League One side. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, shut up, Alex. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're no one to talk about being comfortable against the League One side. Bollocks to that and all. Bad nah, Wednesday are a championship side, in, in all but name. Yeah, you, you keep digging, sunshine. Uh, right, there you go, guys. That is the uh, preview show for tonight, done and dusted. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, well over 1,100 people watching again. It is absolutely fantastic to have you all with us every uh, live show. It really is. Uh, keep your eye open tomorrow for a recorded video. Uh, I'll bring out any news that's uh, come out of Newcastle. Plus, uh, we'll be discussing uh, what Eddie Howe had to say uh, in his press conference. And then, of course, tomorrow night, we've got TTR Friday. There'll be five of us on tomorrow night. There'll be the three of us. Sorry, six. Uh, we'll be joined by uh, Francisco, Jimmy, and, of course, the King of Qatar. Uh, we will have the usual stuff. We'll talk about the past week, uh, the semi-final, what's going to happen in the final, the West Ham game, um, all sorts of refereeing decisions, the usual kind of stuff you'll get on a magazine show uh, based on the great sport of football. So we'll have all that tomorrow night. And, of course, don't forget the quiz. Um, can people remain unbeaten uh, and, and things like that. And I will have some proper questions tomorrow as well. So um, some of them were very difficult last week, but uh, listen, they have to be. Otherwise, you know, I'll be sending mugs all over the world for nothing. 
Um, but please do check out the uh, the website as well, uh, to the uk for all your merchandise, uh, all of the uh, social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Go and uh, follow the Toon Review on all of those. We've got a brilliant group on Facebook. Uh, well over 2,000 people on that Facebook group now, so it's a great place to go and talk football as well uh, on Newcastle United. Thank you to new members and also the Super Chatters. Thank you so much for your uh, generosity again. And, of course, the Mod Squad, fantastic job again. And uh, to use two on screen with me, thank you very much. But all you guys out there are legends. Uh, but we'll be back tomorrow again, 8 p.m. TTR Friday. Don't miss it. It will be a great show. Uh, and hopefully nobody crashes into Jimmy's garden this time. Um, but thank you very much for watching, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. How are the lads and lasses? Ah!